going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 112 of the Geeks of the Race podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Walter. Hello. And Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. Today we're going to be talking about, what is it called, Joe? A-G-Q-D. Awesome games done quick. I don't know why I can't remember that. Um, we're going to be talking about their Twitch channel, a Bloodshot TV show. And Apple possibly buying Netflix. Which could be a big deal. Talking about or mildly terrifying. Yeah. Why is everyone <laughs> buying everyone? Because that's yeah. I don't know. Everyone's Disney will just buy price. Apple, and then everyone wants to buy everyone. Everyone just wants to make more money and take over the world. <laughs> Before we get to that, we have a few Patreon shoutouts. Shout out to Scott Phillips and Jordan Gardner. They are both uh, Patreons. Patreon.com/slash/geeksandgrace. We appreciate. All of your help. And to everyone who donates to our Patreons, uh, you guys allow us to do the things that we do, which we like to do them. So thank you. A couple of Twitter discussion questions. First one coming from Mason Bukowski. What are your most anticipated games for 2018? Hmm. I feel like Hmm. I don't. I feel like I've heard of a lot of, you know, games that are coming out in 2018, but I can't mm-hmm. think of many that I'm actually super excited about. Um, Spider-Man looks great. Yes. I'm, I'm excited for Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm uh, interested in Spider-Man, but not really excited. No? No. My I have worry, plenty of others I'm excited about. My worry is that it's going to be a Arkham Asylum with lots of flying. That's what it looks like. Yeah, which, like, that's not really what I, I'm not. Someone's going to hate me. I'm not a huge fan of the Arkham Asylum games. They're good. They're fun. I like the stories. But uh, they're almost too button mashy to me. Uh, you're playing it wrong. I'm winning. That's what somebody's going to say. You're playing it yeah. wrong. You're doing that wrong. Yeah. You play it on easy <laughs> mode, which I probably am, if I'm being honest. I was going to say, I mean, there is a lot of, it's it's a lot of reactionary stuff. So it's mm-hmm. not intended to be button mashy. It's meant to be very intentional. It's not when I play. <laughs> I play like a child playing Street Fighter at the arcade. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, there's your problem. No, the problem with that is that the kids that just jam buttons in the arcade win way too often. <laughs> That's definitely me, though. Like, now that I think about it. Whenever I, I watch in the lady, man. Like I those never... Naruto games, you know? Fighting games. <laughs> with, Smash uh, is one where I actually think, but the rest I don't. I made my cousin really mad because he was like an adult. Like, I think it was Tekken 5 he came out. He was like an adult? I, I wouldn't call him an adult ever. I still wouldn't call him an adult today. <laughs> uh, and he had Tekken 5. And I would put all four fingers on the PlayStation 4 buttons for Tekken. And then I would just literally just like a piano against <laughs> the, the keys. Gets the uh, I would beat him. And he would be the angriest person I've ever seen. <laughs> button mashing works a lot more with Tekken than it does with other franchises. Like You try to button mash against true. a good Street Fighter player, you're going to get destroyed. It works really well unless you play as, I think it's Steve Fox is his name, the boxer. You can't bob and weave out of a game. You need to have skill to play as him. Yeah. Makes sense. But, oh, what other games are coming out? Shadow, that Shadow of the Colossus HD or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, is, that's you play one, the original? I never played the original, and so now okay. I get to play it. I said this will really be the original with new graphics. Yeah, I mean, which I'm game, totally so. fine with. 
I will buy it and awesome. I will play it because I didn't have a chance to before. What about you, Joe? Uh, Nino Cooney two. Okay. I played the crap out of the first one. I'm actually kind of worried about the second one because they're changing the formula pretty drastically from the first one. Which yeah, I don't know why you would. The first one was such a great game, but I'm yeah. I'm interested to see what they do with that. Uh, it had it had Pokemon type elements in it where you could capture and and use the monsters in battle with you so i don't know i don't know we'll see how i'm really sad that my answer can't be pokemon for the switch like i know that's probably like a couple hey, years down hey, the road but potentially fire emblem for the switch <laughs> at least we'll get maybe information on it for a 2019 game that's that's what I'm more likely or you know we could get a good game like uh like pokemon is good no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> don't replace it with pokemon <laughs> i'm not no i'm not gonna, i'm not talking about pokemon i'm talking about advance wars okay Oh, Metroid. The good, the good strategy oh. game. Honestly, Zelda just needs to keep coming out with DLC, and I'm happy with my Switch purchase. True. Forever. Well, that's probably not going to happen either. No, you don't think? I you think, think they'll eventually DLC? put a cap on it. Well, sooner or later. But do you do you expect to see DLC by the end of the year, at least announced? For Zelda, or do you think they've done? I don't know. I, I mean, they've done two DLC packs. They might do one more, but I mean, at this point, it's been almost a year since that game launched. It's true. You have Final Fantasy 15 though. That's they're you know rumored to do another year. When I was gonna say uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege just started its oh, yeah. third season of content. That's crazy. Dang. So it's it's been around three years and still going strong. Yeah, pumping it up. Yeah. I, I Zelda yeah. is Nintendo wants my money. They know where to find it, or they know how to get it. Um, yeah, wh- that's true. The one I'm most excited for right now because it comes out in like two weeks is Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Okay. I've already got it pre-ordered on the Xbox One. That's where I'll be playing it. So I hope other people in the community will be too. <laughs> I don't know anybody else that's gonna play that game right now. Uh, I think we got a couple of staff members that are interested in it. So, and then uh, Last of Us Two. Oh yeah, definitely down for Last of, of Us game. The first one is one of my all-time favorite games. Joe wants to cry. Yeah, I'm Joe cry time. Part <laughs> every now two. and then, and then uh, it's not confirmed for 2018 yet, but I'm hoping to see Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay. Because those new Tomb Raider games are phenomenal. Yeah. They're awesome. I remember watching you on one of our first pledge drives playing that game. Yeah, that that revamped franchise has brought me back to that character completely. Are you excited for the movie? There's a movie? There's, there's oh, yeah. a movie. You should check out the movie. trailer, though. Oh, the that's right. Actress, that's right. I remember now. I don't The care. actress is spot on, and they have scenes. What worries me is that it might be too close to the video game, but there are scenes directly pulled from that first video game. Yeah, the game's just so good. I mean, I saw what happened the last time they tried to make Tomb Raider movies. <laughs> I was around for that. So Hey, I, 12-year-old me, had the biggest crush on Angelina Jolie because of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's I mean, like, that's the issue. <laughs> that ruined the game series. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I mean it was okay, but I, I just I like that new character in the games so much. Yeah, like, 
they do a good job in the games of, of bringing that character to life and making her likable and relatable. And I, I think that was part of the problem with Angel Angelina Jolie's Tomb Raider was that she was a rich, wealthy treasure seeker that you couldn't relate to. Right. Like she had a they mansion and a butler and... Very Indiana Jones. No, yeah, the like Indiana like, Jones, like, struggling teenager, thrill seeker... Yeah. Yeah. Is much more relatable to me, so for sure. I'm I'm hoping that the, they will do her justice in the movie for for, the, for how well the the games have brought her to life. Yeah, the way that the movie, the way that the trailer checks out, like compared to the game, I feel like it's going to be a really close, um, you know, back and forth to it. I I worry, like I said, that it's going to be too close to the game. I don't think that they should have a repeat of the story. I think it's so stupid to do that. They did that with Ratchet and Clank. Like, why don't you have the video game and then have the movie so that you play the video game, go see the movie, go back to your sequel of the video game. Yeah. But, or Kingslave. Kingslave is such a good yeah. video game movie. Uh, it's supplementary that was. to the game. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of a repeat. You yeah. don't need it, but you want to see it because yes. there's more lore. There's more, yeah. Definitely. The only one that you guys haven't talked about, uh, and it has been kind of like, I guess it's been a worry that it might not even get released to get delayed, uh, is Anthem. Oh, yeah. It I'm, looks cool, yes. but let's keep, this, let's keep this in mind. That's being done by Electronic Arts. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I'm excited. track record in 2017. <laughs> and then I'm really worried because of that. It, and Bioware, right? Which, yeah. I mean, they didn't yeah. do a great job of Andromeda. I still love them because of Dragon Age, but that's it. <laughs> what so, I worry about is... I don't even know is, if this is going to be close to really into that at all. I mean, Probably not. I'm sure they've learned their lesson, but I bet that game was built have. with the idea of loot crates. Like, that's the whole concept of getting new suits and stuff. They're going to they're gonna want to do loot crates. Yeah, we saw how well that worked out in all VA stuff this year, last year. Right. And... I wouldn't put it past EA to say you gotta get this loot crate and pay for it for you to be better than other people in this multiplayer. Yeah, uh, and that'll really ruin that game for me. Yeah, if if they do it, I'm hoping that it's Destiny amplified. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, it's not just like oh, here are the too. eight high level weapons you can get at the end of the game and the one dungeon you can run together. Like the little bit that we've seen of that game makes it look super cool. Yeah. And, and I just big. hope it actually is that cool when it finally releases. Yeah. I, when I think of Destiny, I haven't played Destiny 2, but Destiny 1 was all on different planets. And I think that made the game seem a lot smaller. You were playing all these different levels. I think if it's one big coherent map, uh, it'll feel a lot bigger. Yeah, like Breath of the Wild. I mean, yeah, that's, exactly. when you think of it, you know, you can get from point A to point B in a matter of time, but it seems so big. So, cause it's all connected. It's it's, yeah. it's a lot faster since you get a motorcycle that looks like a horse now. Well, I don't have that yet, so. <laughs> I I got it and literally stopped playing, like, as, after I got it. I haven't even got it yet. I'm like, cool. And then I, I got the white horse, done. so. I'm, nice. But, <laughs> I haven't even, I've beaten the camel. That's the only boss that I've beaten in that game. Without Wait, context. You? I've beaten the camel. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I think if like, you don't have that context, you're way behind. <laughs> I'm just imagining like old DK64 game and you're having like a camel as a villain. And it's just like spitting at you and you gotta like hit it. Or you know like that old Star Wars games, Bird versus Camel. 
What? It's a JonTron reference. Okay. <laughs> He's like playing this really old Star Wars game where it's like a fight. Uh, you're flying and you're like shooting at one of the walkers, but it looks like. It's like you could have called this game Bird versus Camel and no one would argue with you. And he made a whole song <laughs> on it. It's great. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> okay, right. I'm with you now. Yeah. yeah I was like, what? <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, but yeah. Those are those are our games, I think, that we're we're most anticipating. There's a lot of games that I'm much more excited for that are announced but not coming out this year. Uh, in the next couple of years, I think gaming is going to be awesome. It's been such a great year. I mean, it was such a great year. I guess it's over. Uh, for gaming this last year. This next year seems kind of like it's a, a cool down after having such an amazing year. Yeah, which is fine because that just means there'll be better games in the future. Yeah, and I got to get caught up on a ton of stuff. So totally okay. That's true. <laughs> Me as well. Geek Devotions asks, what spiritual New Year's resolutions have you made and what how, I'm putting in the typo there, uh, can people do to push past the New Year's high to actually accomplish their resolutions? I, so I, I don't have any resolutions. I'm just going to go first. I don't I, ever do that. Huh? I, go I, ahead, Joe. I don't have any resolutions either. Shelly, you do though. I almost, like the I'm past go three or four lie. years, I did not have resolutions, but that's because I just had no idea. I was like, eh. There's always mm-hmm. things where it's like, I wish to improve in this area. And so I like make a general goal, but obviously nothing like concrete. Um, okay. Especially in the spiritual, I'm actually changing at this year. I've like, and I've sort of expressed in the past how I'm not very great at Bible reading. I'm very, that's one of my lacking areas is Bible reading. It's just, it's not very exciting to me and blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> um, but I think I've been trying to put more of an effort and like, you know, aligning my faith just like every, and just every day what I'm doing throughout the day. Um, not just when I'm praying, not just, you know, when I have designated times for that, just sort of. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, so mm-hmm. I've been trying to every morning read some. I've been reading through Acts, which is really random, but I've been enjoying it. It's um, a cool place to start, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's been really interesting to just think about, like, you know, how does this relate to today or even my life and blah blah blah. Um, and also, like, I'm. <laughs> I have a pretty bad habit of like always being attached to my phone, and I know this. So pretty much every morning I would usually, you know, check my phone, see like, you know, what I missed, especially being um, an admin and uh, with the Twitch team and stuff. Like I almost always have messages when I wake up because, you know, big time zone, everyone's going to be awake before me and they're going to talk before me. I'm like, oh, I got to catch up. But it's like it's it's going to be there no matter what. So every day since New Year's actually started before New Year's so I could like go into it and like prepare for it. <laughs> I've been able to consistently after I wake up, just, like, read. It's not even a lot, you know. Sometimes it's, like, a chapter. Sometimes it's less, as long as, like, it chunks right, I guess. My mm-hmm. Bible has a way of chunking things. But, um, that's been good. So I Ooh. look at that, not my phone, and I think that's been a really good help because it helps me get, like, a better mindset going into the day, I suppose, as well. So Yeah, you're yeah. starting your day off with that instead of... Yeah, Facebook and it's been, it's actually been pretty easy, too. It's been pretty simple. There are definitely times where I'm like, oh, check my phone. Wait, no, don't do that. Don't um, do it. <laughs> but it's been pretty simple. So in the sense of it's just when I wake up, even if I wake up later, I don't have to get up any earlier for it because I have time in the mornings. So, cool. yeah. 
I haven't, I usually sit down and like write down goals and I haven't done so yet. Um, and I wasn't, I haven't been planning to do anything for specifically with spiritual resolutions. I'm trying to get an internship application in, uh, and that is my focus right now. So I guess that's kind of a resolution, but not really. It's just something I need to get done. Uh, but I, I talked earlier today about, uh, you know, how do you accomplish these resolutions and the two things that I can, uh, say, and it's super easy is make it, uh, measurable. If you make a goal and say, like, I'm not going to be better at reading, uh, but I'm going to read this much by this time or fitness. Don't be like, I'm going to go to the gym more, but say, I'm going to go to the gym, you know, three times a week. Right. Or like for Shelly, you're like, I want to read it in the morning. You get really yeah. specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you do that, it's way easier to gauge whether or not you're successful at it. If you just say, I'm going to get better at something, uh, then there's no way to see if you actually like succeeded. Yeah. And then the other thing is to be realistic. So don't, you know, a lot I'm of people lose are 14 like, pounds a week. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> not unless Maybe you're not. chopping off you a don't? limb, you're not. How about you don't do that? Like, I want to read the whole Bible in the year, which you totally can do. There's, like, Bible specifically made for that. Uh, but if you haven't read a book in, like, three years, you you might want to just start with, I would read a, a chapter a day or yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah. So be realistic and make a measurable. Those are my hints for those. I usually do, like, resolutions yearly. I've just been lazy. I've been so busy this year. Yeah, that's fine. I think... Anything just I would add to that is also get other people involved. Unless it's a super personal thing you don't want to tell anyone, that's fine. That's totally okay. But I know, like, for me, um, like, I've been like, okay, you know, I want to work out more. But I didn't really necessarily know if I want to make that a resolution because I also, you know, scheduling-wise, wasn't sure how I'd plan that out. Um, But, you know, I've had friends who are just like, yeah, sure, I'd, like, work out with you if you want. or And that's more motivational to me. I think also... And a lot of resolutions, it could be good to have accountability partners. Yeah, it keeps you accountable. So it just makes it more fun, too, especially with workouts. I think just using that <laughs> example, um, doing something with someone else is motivates you, motivates them, and you have someone, you know, to connect with that. So, yeah. Cool. Anything else to add, Joe? Nope. I think so. you just got to keep pounding. What is the, is that the, there's an NFL team that has that as their thing. It's just oh. keep pounding. Yeah. Keep you just got to focus on your goals and take it one day at a time. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's one other thing too. One last thing. Uh, when you slip up, like you, you just started. So don't don't give up on it because you messed up one day. It's okay to pick it back up. Uh, acknowledge that you messed up and then move forward from there. Don't be like, oh, I can't do this. I'm only a weekend and I've already messed up on it. I'm a failure. Yeah. It, you just started, and it's a new thing. Change takes time to, like, actually ingrain into who you are. Cool. Good stuff, guys. From that, we'll get into what we're geeking out about. Joe, you specifically. We all got a huge list of geeking out, by the way. Just going to throw that out there. Yeah, I'm not uh, going to dwell on any one thing too long. We were gone for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, PUBG, number one. I did not intend to play that much of it over my break, and I have probably played 80 hours of the Xbox One version, <laughs> because wow. my, my brother's playing it all the time, and my buddies are playing it all the time. I'm still having a blast with it, but it's super frustrating, because every time we jump in a game with four of us, it's 
almost a guarantee that at least one of the four of us is going to get blown out, crashed, and right. at, at the worst possible times. Because you can get back in, but it takes a while, and it usually happens like when the circle's closing and there are two or three other squads around or whatever. And I would assume it doesn't mess up your score. Well, if you die, it's game over. Like that's okay. how PUBG works. You you drop in. There's a hundred people to start off the round. You it, it puts a circle up on the island, and you you and your team and all the other teams that are still alive have like three minutes to get to that next circle. And okay. it, as it closes around you, and so you're all working down to a tiny little circle and trying it's like to be Hunger the last Games. man. Yeah, huh. yeah, trying to be the last man standing, the last team standing. So you're scrambling to get gear and backpacks and energy drinks and med packs and weapons and stuff. <laughs> Moving house to house, grabbing vehicles and all that sort of stuff. Trying to be the number one team left alive. And and the game will crash out as we're running toward the next zone or something. So, uh, as consequently, as part of the news, they just released a patch. It'll be live. I mean, I've already downloaded it when we're recording this on Monday night. So by the time you're hearing this on Wednesday, I'm sure you'll have it if you've got the Xbox version. It's four and a half gigs, but it's supposed to help a ton of the crash problems. Okay. Um, we'll see how significant that is, but hopefully it'll make the game a lot more palpable. Because we're playing it as bad as it is, we're still playing a ton of it. And the <laughs> game's fun, it just it's buggy as all get out. So, fingers crossed on that one. Uh, I played through and beat Cat Quest. On the Nintendo Switch, it's Cat this... Mario. No, no. I hope not, Cat Mario. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Joe's face. You guys can't see it. Just got real sober. <laughs> I hate Cat Mario, and I'm like, Jacob man, I can't slap you from across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's an action RPG, cute little action RPG where you play as a cat. You can get new armor and weapons and all that sort of stuff. Cast magic spells, and you're just working across this big land. I found out. When I was like 15 hours into it, that it's actually an Android game. It's it's a mobile game that got ported to the Switch, and works okay. really well on the Switch. I mean, I probably played 15 or 20 hours. That's I beat the cool. game. Did you say yeah. it's an open world? It's a big yeah. You move from city to city, but like all of the combat takes place on this one giant open world, and you That's can cool. go in dungeons and stuff. But they're 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 pretty small in scale. It's a pretty bite sized game. Kids could play it and enjoy it. We've laughed at mobile games, but they are on the rise. We have a review of this up on the website for the Switch. I think Josh Brandt did that. Huh. So, um, it's it's one of those that's just goofy fun. I did a new game plus, and it didn't modify anything. It just let literally let me start the game over with all of my high-level gear, and I was able to beat it start to finish in about 30 minutes. Oh, man. Dang. But right. they have a Mew game mode that lets you do modifiers. So, like, okay. you're always level one, or you're never able to equip any gear or stuff like that. They, if you beat the game under those conditions, you can earn special armor and weapons that you can't get in the game otherwise. So, I may go back and try that stuff again. Um, I'm going back and playing stuff that I, sh I meant to get through last year. I've put probably 10 or 15 hours into Horizon Zero Dawn the last few days just trying to concentrate on main story stuff now. Yeah. That way I actually finish it and then I can go back and do extra stuff after the fact. I think I've got like five or six main missions left and then I'll be done with the base game. Uh, went back to Cuphead a little bit. I'm over halfway done with it. 
but that game is just absolutely brutal, and it is unforgivingly brutal. So, I I'm scared of it. I'm taking it in bite-sized chunks. <laughs> there you go. Like our our editor uh, Maurice beat it with like 200, 250 deaths. I probably burned that many on the first few bosses. <laughs> so I'm go- I'm probably gonna have like a thousand. 1500 deaths by the time I beat this game. <sighs> wow. But it's real good. Uh, <laughs> I have played through and reviewed Spellforce 3. That review is now live on the website. It's a okay. real time strategy slash RPG sort of thing on the PC. It's pretty neat, but it's got some issues. Go read my review, please. Leave a comment on the review. Let me know what you think. I will try to see it and respond to you because I love you very much. and then finally i watched over the break me and my family and friends watched bright on netflix was it bright no kids right uh no don't let kids watch that movie yeah it's not a kids movie (laughs) and while we're at it you probably don't need to watch it either oh you didn't like it i didn't like it i mean i thought the premise was neat yes it's like here's this modern world you've got all this fantasy stuff you got orcs and elves and magic and stuff but it's the the big premise is that will smith's partner on the police force is the first orc to ever be on the police force so it's Mm -hmm. zootopia no (laughs) it's it's medieval it's not medieval it's fantasy it's zootopia not for kids it's it's weird so it's it it's based off of like it's all about racism yeah, that's really what so it, it, it is. So it is Zootopia. Yeah. That is what it is. There's... <laughs> Shelly's now excited for this movie. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it then. I love Zootopia. Well, I didn't <laughs> see any Zootopia. slobs, so... Yeah. Um, it's not as funny as... It's not really funny at all. It's very serious. No, it's not got a lot of humor in it. It's got some, but it's it doesn't always land. I, I enjoyed it, but I really thought that it shouldn't have been a rated R movie. I think that the message that it wanted to tell... Uh, could have been shown to a, a broader audience. I, I like. It's hard to take it. It takes itself way too seriously. I mean, like they don't give you, in my opinion, they don't give you enough lead up for that world. Like you don't have enough backstory to really understand the world and the state it's in when you get there. That's true. And so I felt like I was kind of floundering throughout the movie because I didn't fully understand everything that was going on. Hmm. Right. Yeah. I just. I... I know that Bastille made a song for that movie, so there's one thing they did right. But at the same time, it was a very, very serious music, uh, like music video. Um, it like took place in the world, and you follow Dan Smith, and he's like a uh, convict or something. He's just like walking around with like a blade nose, and like everything's going crazy. Um, but yeah, so I could oh, tell that, that I can understand if it's like oh they take themselves too seriously. I can see that vibe. <laughs> They've there are rumors that have leaked out that Netflix is already working on Bright Two. Yeah, oh, wow. uh, Will Smith and I feel bad for not knowing the orcs actor's name. I don't remember what it is. Well, Will Smith is like super but, famous. Well, the other name was board. very well known as well. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was surprised to hear that they're making another. David I Iyer's mean, on it. it's been a while since. I mean, what are some other big Netflix movies? Like original Netflix movies, they have original they Netflix shows. They haven't marketed any of them like this. There right, was so one called... it would make sense that they'd want to make another. There was another one about ghosts. They weren't ghosts. It's hard to explain. 
Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it either. Joel Edgerton is who you were thinking of. I, I'm gonna have to figure out what the name of that is later. Um, but there's there's a movie on there from Netflix. It's like about alien ghost type things, and it's a mystery, and you still don't really know what they are at the end of the movie, and it was really really good. Uh, but usually they're very low budget uh, movies. Yeah, I mean Netflix. this had some neat special effects with the magic and stuff. And like I said, I thought the premise was really neat because it feels very much like a uh, oh, what is the name of that video game world where it's all cyberpunky? Uh, Harebrained Schemes is the name of the development team that works on it. Shadowrun. Thank you, LJ. Yeah, so it felt very Shadowrun-ish to me. It's like you've got this modern, grimy world with all this fantasy stuff built into it, which I love. Those Shadowrun yeah, games like, are awesome. Really cool idea. Yeah, but it just didn't I think feel like it came off very well. They could have done more with it, I feel like. I think that was the biggest issue to me, was that they they gave you all this fantasy stuff. And then you get a wand, so that was cool. But like, you didn't get. There was no reason for it to be fantasy besides the fact that they were they were playing on the race issue. Um. So, David I it David Iyer is back. He's going to direct the next one, but you're going to get another writer. So, Joe, you might want to give the second one a try when it comes out. I mean, I'll I'll give it a try, but because I gave <laughs> the first one a try, but yeah, right, you just only have to pay extra for it. You know. They're throwing a different writer on there, so I would hope that they would be more creative. Yeah, I'd be really mad if I went to theaters for this. Yeah, yeah, I would I would be furious if I paid money for that. Speaking of, since we're in my geeking out, uh, yeah. by the time you all hear this, Wednesday night, I'm going to a single viewing. They're doing one viewing in my hometown here of the movie The Room. Oh my gosh, That's yes. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I have three tickets. Me and Daniel and me and my brother and buddy are, are going to go watch it Wednesday night. <laughs> You're the tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> that movie I talked about earlier, I oh, looked hi, up. It's Spectral. <laughs> Spectral was that movie I was talking about. Oh, uh, hi, go Mark. see that before you see Bright, because Spectral is actually really good. Okay. I wish you'd have told to me know. that before I watched Bright. <laughs> Fair too enough. Late. Well, geeking out about anything else? That is it for me. No, that's that's all this week. How about you, Shelley? You touch, but you touch on the Twitch thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. My bad. <laughs> no problem. News. News. Because I already touched on one of the news stories. Uh, yeah, yeah, so Awesome Games Done Quick is going on right now. And um, so the story, the headline, the clickbait headline, of course, that, that Polygon put out was basically saying everybody's up in arms because Awesome Games Done Quick is charging. Like, you, you can't chat in their channel unless you're a subscriber now. Which I've seen other... Twitch streamers do before. That's not that uncommon. And everybody was upset about it because they couldn't chat freely. Well, the problem is that Awesome Games Done Quick is huge now, and Mm -hmm. moderating that chat would be an absolute nightmare with tens of thousands of people trying to spit garbage in there all the time. So, Oh, yeah. All the spamming and... Yeah, so for the privilege to talk in that chat, you need to pay $5. Or use your Twitch Prime subscription. Mm-hmm. But so. that money's all going to charity, so yeah, it's hard to be like mad about it. You get an so, quieter chat. Is there subscription going to? Is there yes. subscription money going to charity as well? Mm-hmm. Well, then shut up. 
<laughs> it's not that bad. Oh, no, you don't get to chat. Well, you can still watch for free. Yeah. I first opened up the article. I was thinking that Twitch was charging. Well, that's how I understood it, too, by the Polygon headline at the time. Yeah, and I was like, well, I'd be mad, too. It's a charity event. How like how dare they? Right. I was like, Twitch is just getting their blood money. <laughs> uh, but, no, if it's the money's going to charity, it's quieting down the chat. It yeah. totally makes sense. Yeah, I don't think Twitch would go for blood money. Amazon sure as heck would. So it would be the question of how much is Amazon taking over Twitch? (laughs) Yeah. If that was the case, but yeah. In fact, since I'm I'm thinking about it right now and I still have my Twitch Prime membership to use. Oh, use it. I'm going to go, I'm going to go subscribe so that they at least get my, they get my Twitch donation. Yeah. There you go. Boom. (laughs) <laughs> awesome game's done quick i can chat in there now awesome and the money goes games done quick to not just any games done quick they're awesome they're awesome games yeah done quick done real quick <laughs> speaking of awesome games what what's coming out this week Jeff? Uh, uh so it's not a big week for releases of course we're, we're like, only awesome games are a thick <laughs> <laughs> yeah these games are not awesome maybe they'll be awesome i don't know uh, we just got a few of them. Planet Base is a strategy game where you're kind of building a place, a, a base on a planet. Yeah, woohoo! <laughs> it's coming out okay. to PlayStation Four, maybe the other platforms as well. I got all of these pulls off of the PlayStation uh, blog because I couldn't find much on the other channels that I usually use. Okay. Um, there's another one coming out called Energy Invasion. It looks like it's going to be a shoot 'em up. I wish it was sponsored by, like, Red Bull or Monster. Energy Invasion by Red Bull. Yeah, that would be nice. That's terrifying. (laughs) Energy Invasion. You get a wings power up in the game when you drink it. I'm so down. You drink, like, it could be different energy drinks could, like, collab on this. And then you get the Monster (laughs) Energy drink, you turn into, like, a werewolf. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Red Bull, you get wings. I've got a game. Hey, contact me. (laughs) Oh gosh! <laughs> I got a pitch, guys. I call it Toxic Sludge. Two. They've got Spike Energy. Spike Energy could get in there. I don't even want to know. Spike Energy is crazy. What else? What other energies are there? Rockstar. Surge. Rockstar. Surge could have like yeah. electric shocks. Rockstar would be just a guitar hero. Surge is not an energy drink. They were. They used to be. Dude, they used to Surge is a, They're like Mountain Dew. Is a gym trainer. <laughs> but they would be like Surge Energy. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. On top of that, we got a game coming out called Happy Drummer. I don't know anything about it. I'm assuming it's a rhythm game, but I could be totally wrong. I wanted to be about the little drummer boy. You're you're just a few weeks late on that one. And then the last one I put on the list just because I wanted to read the name. It sounds really stupid, but... Sword Sounds awesome. Of, uh, this is I'm not even making this up. This is the name. Sword of Fortress the Onomuzim. 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 I, I just say it fast. Doesn't mean I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't it means nothing to me. But <laughs> the name's got me intrigued, so at least maybe I'll go check out some footage of it or something. What if we were cursing in some different language we didn't know? Well, I don't take blame for that then. <laughs> Man, a video game company could just really mess with you. Yeah. So that's it. That's that's all that's coming out this week. Pretty light load on the new releases. 
like I said, in a week or two, we'll we'll start getting a couple of heavy hitters back out here. Yeah, spring will hit. Mm. Yep. That'll be good. Yep. Cool. Um, yeah, so my turn. Great! Uh, I don't have a lot of stuff, actually. Um, <laughs> I'm really happy to be back at school because D&D is a thing again. So mm-hmm. that's awesome, and so I had... was supposed to start mine last Sunday, and it didn't happen yesterday. No. So it's gonna happen this coming Sunday. Yeah, it was just ah, oh, so much fun. I I am in two groups still, and they're just ah oh, so good because one is very story based. They're both pretty story based, but one is there's a very clearly defined like goal we're all heading towards, and the other one is just like we're exploring around and figuring things out. Um, no. Okay. So yeah, it's it's great. Um, also, just I haven't geeked out about a lot of stuff besides Nintendo Switch games. So I got the I, I bought the Warriors DLC a long time ago. It's just they're finally starting to release one. Um, some of them. So they finally released the Fates DLC, which is the first of three that they're releasing. And so you get Azura and Aboro and Niles. And I don't really care about Aboro and Niles, but I like Azura, so we have Azura. Um, cool. I think you get new. Uh, outfits and weapons and stuff too. That was the stuff so. that came with like a wedding dress and that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. And that's what I got too was Lucina's wedding dress. Um, before I've had that for a while, but yeah, I mean, I still think it's probably a good deal for like twenty bucks for all three. Like that's a lot of characters for twenty bucks and plus yeah. extra stuff. So I think it's fine. But yeah, that's we've been kind of working through that. It kind of sucks because it's like my characters at this point are. Between level 30 and 50, you can go, especially with this new DLC, you can go up to level 110, I believe. So it's not like my characters are anywhere close to max level, but they still give you these characters at level one. And you have to spend gold if you want to, or grind them up if you want them to be higher leveled. So that kind of is irritating, but I don't really know what else I expected. Because if it was another thing, if it's like, oh, you just started the game and you get like level 50 characters, then that's not fair either. So Hmm. I don't know. Um, You'd feel cheated. Right, yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's good though. It's a it's a solid game still. I like it, especially co-op. Uh, and I got Odyssey, Mario Odyssey. I feel like I, I it, it's like I've had the game for a while. I've had it since Christmas, but we haven't really talked about it because we haven't recorded. Does it feel like yeah, sunshine? It's kind of crazy. Um, what? Oh, sunshine. Uh, yes and no. Part of me is like, oh man, like the worlds in Sunshine were like, I don't know. Because like Sunshine was all on like one island. So I really like that We need that a concept. Sunshine HD remake. That's all we need, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone wants a Sunshine too. I don't ever see that happening. Just give us a Sunshine we remake. Don't, we don't need a second one. Just give us a first one with better graphics and potentially some extra stuff. But I don't even yeah. know what that extra stuff you would be. You were two the just... only people in the last six months I've heard say that they weren't happy with Odyssey being the greatest Mario game ever created. <laughs> I haven't it, played it, it yet. I know so it's, it's not... pure nostalgia. I understand that. Logically speaking, from a game reviewer standpoint, when I'm not a game reviewer, Odyssey should be a better game. Um, and I can accept that. But I, I haven't played it yet, like so I can't Sunshine say. More. <laughs> so I just want to play Sunshine because I don't have Odyssey in my hands. Man, it's just Odyssey. There's so many moons. There's so many. There's like and there's lots of places total. to explore, but it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me being so addicted to, like, 
RPGs and like open world games that I'm always like, I just want to explore the rest of these places, but they only give you that limited space, um, which is not like, you know, I should have expected that for another Super Mario game. That's how it always is. But it's more just like, ah, like these worlds are so cool. Like I want to explore like more food worlds. Like is there a giant cake somewhere? That sort of thing. Um, have you beaten the game yet? I've beaten the game. I beat it in like three days. So I'm a little burned out on it, but So the I... thing that LJ and I were talking about at the top <laughs> of the show, you would have already experienced. Or yes, potentially. I definitely okay. did. All right. Um I know what you're talking about. Okay. Which is I, I love that. Um, but I won't talk about it. Yeah. It's um, it's a pretty yeah. neat treat. One thing about it though is that I have not tried the co op yet, but as I've been told, the co op is broken. Like not broken in a bad way, but just like it's so powerful so my um boyfriend and his brother they got the game they've been playing it together um and apparently in the game usually you could you just kind of have to you know you want to throw cappy at something you gotta throw it and hope that you aim correctly even though it's kind of hard to aim sometimes you could shake the joy cons but like that's a lot of work and you're usually playing without that option um at least i am but um apparently with co-op the other person could just straight up control where cappy goes yeah. Like anywhere, which is that's cool. It's cool, um, <laughs> but I'm just like you know, having gone through not the whole game obviously, but you know enough of the game, completed the game. Now I just have to collect all the other moons. It's like man, that would have been so nice to have in so many different places. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's some actually after like post game stuff where I'm like, no, this is going to be useful, and so I need to drag someone to play it with me just so I can get the co op. Um. But yeah, that that's interesting. Good game, uh, but I am once again addicted to Breath of the Wild again. I started, I picked it up, haven't put it back down again. It's just, it's so good. Are you playing the DLC? I have not got any of the DLC because I have not <sighs> even fought Ganon yet. I've told myself uh, that okay. I wanted to defeat Ganon at least once before getting the DLC. You don't have. I've not Ganon decided if I want to get all the shrines first. I feel like probably that's a bad idea because then it's like, oh, what else do you have to do in the game? But um. Well, basically, I've just been you could do all the shrines and then do the DLC, and it would just be more. It, all the DLC is like this new one, the Champion of Balance, is more of what you love. Um, right. So you're getting more gameplay in all realms, sh- shrines, and other things. Yeah. Um, so. It's a good DLC piece, but good. you don't need to be Ganon to yeah. play it. I know, like, it I know I don't have to. It's just Ganon. like I, I like to complete games vanilla usually first mm-hmm. before buying dlc especially a game like that um, no matter but... what you will probably be over prepared for that fight oh for sure i understand that but i was so disappointed i'm still I'm okay sour with about that. that i'm okay with that i'm the type of person who wants to go like max level into boss fights and just kill them as fast as possible because i think that's yeah. fun i You've like being done the work i don't point. like challenges are fun to a point um I'm definitely not one who likes to necessarily challenge myself. I just like the rest of the experience of a casual game. So, um, if if I, mean, I, I do want to in... challenge myself, I'll play Cuphead or Dark Souls. Exactly right, and I don't play those games for a reason. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like in Dragon Age Inquisition, I'll just grind in that game and I'll go and I'll do all the extra side stuff as much as possible. Then Corypheus at the end is just so easy to beat, but it's like fun because it's just like I'm so much better than you. So that's how I go into it. <laughs> it's like man you're not even a challenge pa like hit him out of the way but uh, such a good game anyway 
I think everyone knows that. As it won Game of the Year for many people. Including Speaking me. of Game of the Year, I didn't mention that. I am working on our Game of the Year article. I'm Whoops. almost done with it. And I hope to have it up sometime this week or early next week. Cool. That's great. I know it's a little late. We're, we're in 2018, but... <laughs> All right. That's cool. At least we got it. Yeah. Yeah. You right, know everyone so... else's opinions. The professionals' opinions and not yeah, there the you podcast go. teams. Yeah. <laughs> Where two-thirds don't review. <laughs> I guess LJ was on there too, so just only half. Half, half the team yeah. doesn't review. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what I've been geeking about. So not like a ton of stuff, but I've been I've just been playing so much about the wild. Uh, so yeah. we're going to talk about some movie news. There's not a ton of movie news either, but... One interesting bit of news is that Vin Diesel, and if you don't know, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't know Vin Diesel. Everyone knows who Vin Diesel is. Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. He wants to play Bloodshot. He's the guy that was and... in Bennett Foddy's Getting Over It. He sits in a, he sits in a tub. <laughs> right. I forgot about that. What? <laughs> go look no, who is Bennett, it? Go look at Bennett Foddy's Getting Over It. It's the game where the guy's in a cauldron and he's got a, a hammer yeah, and he's trying to work his the way one. around. That's the one. Lucius was, uh, or Jacob Porter was playing it um, a couple weeks ago, I think, and it was so funny. He failed so hard, and I felt really bad for him, but at the same time, it was hilarious to watch, and I'm sure the highlight is still on Twitch if you want to check that out on the channel. Vin Diesel is also grouped. Yes, he was grouped. I was like, what did you say? Yes, grouped. Grouped. (laughs) I am grouped. But yeah, so this will be, uh, this is run by Sony. This is the people who are opening up the valiant universe franchise they want to open that up they're not very good with keeping up with franchises so maybe this one will be successful for them That'd what's super cool. weird about it to me is bat in the sun they do all the they call them superpower beatdowns they do like batman versus darth vader uh, we mm-hmm. talked about that on the show when it came it's out like it's like epic amazing. rap battle but not but with not action. a rap battle it's like and they all like <laughs> they end up like killing each other just like regardless of who the villain like who's fighting who which I think is ridiculous. And it always ends this like big gory scene. You're like, that doesn't you need to do that. Right. But they're doing it's Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe. Valiant is like a whole comic book thing, and Bloodshot's one of them. And Jason David Frank, he's the Green Power Ranger. He's Bloodshot on that. So it's really strange to me that Valiant Universe is going from a YouTube web series to making a movie. It seems kind of like a step up. No offense, Jason and Frank. I'm really excited for his performance in that yeah. show. He's the only reason I even know about it is because I've been following him. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I actually don't know much at all about the Valiant Universe. So if you are a fan of that, um, I guess that's something to look forward to. Yeah. Potentially. Let's let's hope so. Let's hope Sony can do well. Do a Valiant job. <laughs> do a Valiant a- yeah. <laughs> so, just other bit of newts is that uh, one of the three biggest movies of 2017 had female protagonists. So, that's just a really good thing. It's sad that that's news. Yeah. Like, that's not just normal. I mean, that's normal. just... It's very... Uh, yeah, 2017 was an interesting year. And, but, <laughs> but I'm happy to hear it. Like, it's it's good. Yeah. Those three movies being uh, Wonder Woman, Beauty and the Beast, and, of course, The Last Jedi. Yeah. So... Beauty of the Beast very, was really good. It was very faithful to the source material. Yeah. I think it's interesting how um, both Last Jedi and uh, Wonder Woman are sort of still, they're at this point pop culture, but still originating from geek culture. 
Yeah. I think that's an interesting thing, especially how um, a lot of, I mean, I guess most people are Disney fans. That's definitely more pop culture than it is geek culture. But um, I just, yeah, I think it's interesting. It's not like they're all like, I guess, in, in, independent, like action films or, or you know, rom-coms or something. It's like they're all these big things with big, like, stories behind them, yeah. I suppose, if that makes sense. Leave it to the geek culture. Leave they all the had. They all together. had. Let's see. High expectations going into it. I would. I would think that as well. Yeah. I think for yeah. every all three of those movies. Like they're big movies. So, yeah, it's cool. I guess we'll see how twenty eighteen looks. I yeah. I hope this continues. But I guess I don't know. We, I'm still waiting for my Black Widow movie. But yeah. Oh, that's so great. We are getting Marvel is doing Captain Marvel. I don't know if that's coming out this year or next. Oh, yeah. But... I don't know. I can't believe that that's Marvel's first one. Yeah. Come on, Marvel. <laughs> get your head what in the game. What are you doing? Get your head in the game. Gotta get your, get your, <laughs> get your, get your head in the game. Um, yeah, that's also a Disney <clears throat> reference. <laughs> About a Disney movie, technically. That's that's our movie that's news. True. Cool. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you go, Cody. You just do it. I, I will. Cool. I'll, I'm going to run through a few things because I've been geeking out about a lot. Uh, so still watching Dragon Ball Super when you're talking about Bright. I just started Godless, Joe. Good man. Only, They're long only episodes. Episode. Yeah, I've only watched one episode, but I did really enjoy it. It's beautifully shot. Yes, it is. I wasn't ready for that. There's <laughs> the scene. So it's very like beginning of the episode or end of the first episode, I think. Uh, they're running through the river and the water's coming up. And it looks like a painting. Yeah. It's so surreal. Some uh, people might call it their favorite TV series of 2017. Yeah, maybe. I wonder who those people are. <laughs> hmm. I'm watching in 2018, so I can't say that. I mean, it's still released in 2017. I am Utrid, son of Utrid. That That it's is not be. godless. Although it kind of <laughs> <That's> is. A... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I don't know... You said you really like the villain. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's Jeff Daniels' best role, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm really curious, and don't tell me, but just like, if it, if it encourages faith in any way in this in this movie, um, or if it just kind of. He uses it as a manipulative tool. Sometimes he uses it a lot yeah. already. I can tell. Yeah. Um, so it would be cool if there there are some people in there that would be. I'm always looking for the positive Christian influence. We need a Christian dude that's, like, not there to save the day or anything like that, but is just, like, just a cool Christian guy that isn't, like, trying to shove it down anyone's throat or anything. <clears throat> the The name of the TV show is Godless. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> so don't expect that, got it? The, that dude's uh, probably not around a whole lot. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 really good. I wasn't prepared for uh, how well the shots are taken. And I guess that's kind of, I don't usually, that's usually not my critique in a show. Right. I usually think about the story or the acting, um, not the cinematography, but right. it's pretty. I'm caught up on Ruby. I'm so not. I'm so behind on Ruby. You you need to get caught up. I, I know. I'll watch, I'll watch the episode. I'll watch the whole season when this season's done. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Probably for the best. Uh, we we watched a few episodes and then it ended on a cliffhanger. They've been really bad the cliffhangers this season. No. 
And so it's really like <laughs> it sucks really because their their episodes are so short. Or they've been really and so good they kind of have to end with them. Like either way, ugh. you don't have um, to end with cliffhangers. I want to come back. Don't don't leave me hanging yeah. for a week or two. Basically, weeks I I the last one I watched, and I don't even remember what episode number it was, but it was before I left for like Christmas break. So it's been a while, it's been and a while. it was one that was on like just recently released on Brewster Teeth, and. Watching it on YouTube is so much better. It's so much faster than watching on Rooster Teeth because at least the Wi-Fi here, like, it just doesn't work. It buffers every, like, two seconds. So I'm I watch it forced... on VRV yeah. on PS4. Then that's PC. probably a better option because it's, like, they get... I can tell, like, Rooster Teeth's website just gets overwhelmed with people watching it. So yeah. I'm kind of forced to wait, like, the week later to watch it on YouTube. But at this point, many are on YouTube, so I should just watch it. <laughs> I think this is the best season they've done so far. Good. I'm Whoa. very happy to hear that, actually. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, I haven't heard... It's weird because I feel like, you know, especially with, like, you know, season three stuff, which, obviously, but um, there's been lots of, like, people, like, talking about Ruby, or at least in my friend groups, um, people in, like, community group or something, the Geeks and mm-hmm. Grace community group, and I feel like I haven't heard anything. And I'm like, shoot, is this good or bad? And I <laughs> thought, it's bad, but, you know, coming from you, that is good to hear. Yeah, I think it's... It's kind of trailed away from what Ruby has been in the past, uh, yeah. but it's it's going very story driven. Um, I it's love got a that. lot of plot, a lot of things story. are going on right now. So as long as they tie those up at the end, it'll be a really good season. Yeah, it's interesting uh, how yeah, like ori- originally Ruby was like, oh, you know, this is a cool world and we're cool people and we're having fun. It's out of school. Then things go down and then they have to like recover from that and feel like, okay, what do we do with this? <laughs> so That's what you're I've telling me that Ruby is Harry Potter. Yeah. I mean, isn't it, though? <laughs> Actually, though, without giving away spoilers, <laughs> what I've seen so far, that's what I'm getting at. That's what I can see. <laughs> Nora is Ron. That sounds exactly like Harry Potter to me. No, John is Ron. <laughs> oh, heck. Speaking of VRV, I got a Christmas present uh, from them because Bravest Warriors came out. What is that? Ooh. Bravest Warriors. Uh, LJ will be a fan if he hasn't watched it already. Um, but same same art style as Adventure Time. It's made by the same company as Adventure Time. So the one with Catbug? It's the one with Catbug. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Catbug. It was a web series on YouTube, and now it's exclusively exclusively on VRV, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and it's one of my favorite shows. It's the reason... So I thought uh, Adventure Time was really, really boring. and Or not boring, but stupid. I thought it was dumb. I didn't like it. And... Then I watched Bravest Warriors, and I fell in love. It's a little bit more mature comedy, but it's not like Rick and Morty. It's it's like teenage comedy, I guess. Yeah. And uh, then that was so short because it was just a web series. I ended up watching Adventure Time to kind of fill the hole that it had left. Um, so I've been watching Bravest Warriors for like five years now, and wow. I'm, I'm really happy that they got seasons coming out. It's awesome. Yeah, everything I th- every time I see or think of Catbug, I think of you and Tia. <laughs> because of Pax. Yep. Yep. It's yeah. I'm, I forgot we showed you guys. <laughs> it's amazing. And Catbug's still in it, of course. Good. She's wonderful. Uh but yeah, I was I was not expecting there was like no news about it coming out, and then just one day it released and I was like, Whoa, what is this? So I've been watching Dragon Ball Super and, you know, Ruby on the same platform. Yeah. So nice little surprise. 
Uh, and then I I mentioned Arita Valor last podcast, and I had just downloaded it. I really like this game. I did for a little while. Joe did for like four days. You were playing. Isn't hard. that what happened with I, Heroes 2? I played it quite a bit for a while. Yeah, because you got... Well, Cody was like, hey, I really need people to play with me so that we can form a clan. And I did for yeah. a little while, and I got up to that point. But and then no one else did. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like you... straight up, no, I'm not doing it. I'm addicted to Fire Emblem Heroes. I can't cling on to another mobile game. So oh, she made a Star Trek reference. <laughs> uh, Arena of Valor is the best mobile game I've ever played. It doesn't feel like a mobile game, and it's been really odd to me that it has been my game of choice at the end of the day, uh, I've, which has never been a mobile game. I've played like Magic Carp Jump at the end of the night uh, because it's like right before bed. <laughs> Does that feel but... like a mobile game? I've been playing this instead of other games that I've purchased, like for the Switch or for, um, you know, PS4. This is coming to the Switch. Mm, as it should. It's going to be amazing. Uh, it's it's a MOBA. It's li- literally League of Legends Lite. It's just a mini League of Legends. But it's it's really, really good. If you don't, if you have it, let me know. My name is Cody Armour on there. I don't know if you can find people that way. Um, but if not, contact me and we'll, we'll figure that out. And I'll make it happen. We could be friends. Maybe we can have a Geeks and a Grace guild. Because that's my only dream in life. <laughs> I don't know. My dream is Your a Geeks and Grace convention. But... <laughs> I, got, I don't have a lot of hopes. <laughs> but that's one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... My only hope is in you, Jesus. There you go. <laughs> Way to Jesus juke it. <laughs> I, so I go to this place. It's called... It's Second and Charles now, and it used to be Trademark. And it's basically the same store, and they have used video games. And I go there and I look at old games that they have, uh, because they're usually like, I got, that's where I got Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts for like two bucks. Yeah. And so I got Shadow the Hedgehog for Xbox for like five bucks. (laughs) Joe's just. You've got access to good games. Why would you do that? (laughs) Keep the five bucks. I, so I beat it. I just don't want it's, this $5 anymore, and I'm really looking forward <laughs> to a little bit of suffering. <laughs> so I I loved Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. I've brought that up before. I love Shadow the Hedgehog uh, as a character, not as a game. But I played it at a friend's house, and I had beaten it. You can beat it in a couple hours. Uh, the short story is really short, but there's multiple ways to beat it, and then that unlocks different levels. So the base is super easy. I've always wanted to play... The other ones, I didn't realize how stupidly difficult it was to beat it other ways than to just get through the level. Because, like, you get the gun, but it doesn't have, like, good shooting. I had to jump at something for, like, 20 seconds trying to, like, auto-get onto him. I wasn't even trying to shoot him. I was trying to, like, you know, you do the jump. Sonic does the jump thing. and then The honing, yeah. Yeah, the honing missile thing. Um, Shadow honing, sucks at that, apparently. <laughs> that is not Shadow's strong suit. Um... Hence why he has a gun, probably. But. Yeah. So, wait, but have you played Sonic 06? No. That's. Okay, so that's what you that's, need to do next, then. That's what I go there to look for. When oh, I was I, getting Banjo, because okay. he had some bolts, and when I was getting this, I was looking for Sonic 06. Wow. I can send you a one... box of duty, and <laughs> you can shake it around a little bit if you really want to play with crap. 
<laughs> I I've always wanted to play that game before I knew it was bad. And I still want to play that game knowing it's bad. <laughs> Did you ever hear about Cards Against Humanities BS game? Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know, uh, Cards Against Humanity sold BS. I don't think it was. I think it was called BS. Um, and it was literally BS. It was cow poop that they had dehydrated and just put in a box. And then you could buy it. And it was more expensive than Sonic 06 probably would be. <laughs> probably. It was probably more fun than Sonic 06 would be too. <laughs> Dang, man. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm going to move on. <laughs> Before you get attacked more by Joe. He's just going to come to your house and slap you at this point. Like. <laughs> I, I like buying really cheap, terrible games just to try them out buy the really cheap good ones or if you're gonna do the terrible games make (laughs) videos about it right yeah we want to see this yeah i mean i suppose i could have done that i could have figured that out yeah oh well it's okay uh getting into the tv news we'll rush through these here uh something really exciting talking about xbox halo is still getting a tv show which was something that everyone basically figured was dead but they already have one Oh, they, got they did red the, like blue. the Halo. They got red versus blue. That's all you need. Oh, well, and they had a live action about. series as yeah, well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, what was like Fallen something? I can't. LJ, you're gonna have to fact check me on this. I can't remember what it was called. Nightfall. Yeah. yeah I was thinking okay. like. Yeah. Not Destiny Two Nightfall. Halo. Nightfall. No. Uh, That's right. The guy that plays Luke Cage. I knew I recognized him from somewhere. Huh. Yeah, he plays Agent Locke. Also, Nightfall. That's really interesting, Shelly, since they're both made by Bungie. Oh. Nightfall and both of them. Maybe it's a crossover. I don't know. That's weird. Uh, Yeah, so it's it's supposed to be Steven Spielberg who's going to be working on this. It was going to happen. Xbox was going to make their own streaming service. I assume what happened was they saw that PS4's streaming service was awful and decided to not do their own. Uh, But. That got canceled, so everyone figured this was going to get canceled. But they have a script for it. They are working on it for Showtime, I believe is the channel it's going to be on. And the fact that Steven Spielberg is on it gets me really, really excited. The only issue with it is this has been years since we got news, and they're saying don't expect more news for a while. So know that it's happening. It'll just come out when it's no longer relevant. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Uh... And then some news I was really scared about, but I don't think we need to, like, be too terrified. And that is the possibility of Apple buying Netflix. According to analysts, and I think it's really weird that it's analysts saying this and that Apple hasn't said a word. Uh, There's a 40% chance, according to professionals, that Apple is going to buy Netflix. And I don't know where that data comes from. But my immediate fear was that they would just put Netflix on Apple products and that's it. But I feel like they know better. Because I can watch Apple TV on my Android device. Yeah. So I feel like, hopefully. yeah, they should be hopefully smart about it. I mean, it's just weird because it's like Amazon is like trying to do their own. I mean, they have Amazon Prime and Amazon Video. They're like trying to do their own like entertainment thing. and Yeah, yeah they got Jean-Claude stuff and now... Van Johnson rocking over there. 
That's so yeah, weird. I don't know what it's... I haven't checked it out yet. I haven't either. Right I now, want like, to. Apple wants to buy Netflix. And there's still talks about, like, there's still, like, that DC streaming service coming out and that Disney service coming out, right? Those yeah. two different things, too. It's it's interesting. A lot of streaming services are, like, attempting. And it's really in- weird because, like, what's going to happen is, like, only a couple of them are going to win out this little, like, battle. I feel like whoever has Netflix is going to win really well. I think Disney, if they start bringing in all their Marvel stuff and their Star Wars things, it could win. DC, I'm a little worried about. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get DC's for Young Justice, and Titans, and when that's done, I'll probably cancel it. Yeah, I don't really know what else is would be on there. I'm definitely not a big enough DC fan to feel like I need to justify. It. I I want to see Teen Titans, but I don't want to pay that much for a streaming service i'm only gonna watch one show for that's true we don't know the prices for any of those yet though true so i don't know uh what do you think listeners about apple buying netflix do you think it would be a good thing do you think it'd be a bad thing uh i don't know apple tv is not doing too well so i worry about that is from a management standpoint but maybe they'll learn from netflix employees they'll probably keep them on and learn how to do it right we want you guys to have to say please tweet us at the with the hashtag ggcast also ask us all sorts of questions yeah we uh, love answering those it's fun before we get out of here real quick what was the geekiest christmas gift you guys got i didn't i got real quiet I, oh you're asking us i uh, thought you were yeah. asking the listeners no that was you guys okay i'll be honest um, i didn't pay attention to anything i got oh <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh. I got a pad of paper. Okay. That's pretty geeky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. I, I got free time. I got time spent with my family. I mean, cool. That, our family's at the point now where, I mean, like we exchange gifts, but we, we don't really pay attention. I got, I got some new socks. That was good. That, that's practical. Ah, uh, yes. I got, I got all the socks and I was really happy about it. When I was a kid, <laughs> I would get so angry every time I got socks. And now that's right, what I want. Like- yeah, like, cool. I got some exactly. socks. It's like so long as I get some socks and I can spend time with my family, I don't care what else I get during Christmas. Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, besides Super Mario Odyssey, I got um so my boyfriend has this Fire Emblem Awakening sweatshirt, and I mm-hmm. really like it. And so I kind of steal it and You've talked about wear it before it on the podcast. Yeah. Um so for Christmas he got me one. It's not the same design. It has the um, awakening symbol emblem thing on it, but it has a uh, mass mark. Uh, sorry, masked Marth's uh, mask on it over yeah. it. And so he's like, "Now you don't need to steal my sweatshirt." And I'm like, "Great, I probably still will, but now I got this one." Yeah, you're so. like, oh. <laughs> "Right, exactly. <laughs> I have two. But, right, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I mean, I'm I'm really happy about that. We can like twin and stuff, so that's great." <laughs> Cool. I uh, I got a pro controller. Nice. Inadvertently so bought me because nice. he gave me a gift card. Nice. My wife gift card. There you go. So we got a pro controller for the Switch. It's amazing. I I could not play that console on a TV until I got that controller. That yeah, I'm telling you, that controller so nice. makes that console so much better. And mm-hmm. I I want to throw this out there. I didn't know this. There are wired controllers you can get for like thirty bucks. Well, I mean, if you really feel froggy, you can get a USB Cat Five cable for the thing. I think that's kind of how it works. It's like a it's USB wired to the okay. switch. 
and then you you play it. It's like a thirty dollar okay. controller. Yeah, but they're the. I mean, they're the same controller basically. It's just. Oh, can't... is it licensed? Nintendo licensed? Yeah. Oh, I did not know. Yeah, that. they have. And yeah, I was kind of sad because they're actually really cool looking. They had a Zelda one, and I was like, I really want this. Oh, I think I've seen. Wired. I think I've seen the Zelda one. Yeah, and it uh, does look really cool. Can't pay seventy dollars for a controller. I think it's a totally uh, good workaround. Okay. And then I also, my mom got me a uh, Harry Potter cookbook. Oh wait, what that's in so the cool. world? Yeah, it's uh, it's unofficial, which is interesting. And it's not very gimmicky. It's like butterbeer and things that you actually find in the uh, Harry Potter like world. Does, do they have like the ice cream that they eat in the sixth movie? <laughs> that know, ice cream looks really good. Does it have anything with unicorn blood? No, so that's what I mean. Like it's not. There's no fictional. There's no stuff Death in Eater type stuff. It's like actual. There? That's what no. they did with um. Dragon Age. I got the Dragon Age World of Thetas Volume 1 and 2, and in Volume 2, they have recipes that are, like, could be found in the world, and they have, like, pictures of it, and they say, like, oh, we usually use this, which may be, like, a fictional thing, but you can substitute with this, which is, like, an actual real-life ingredient. You can, like, make those things. I've been wanting to make them, but there are some Instead of unicorn, Joe, you could use horse. Like, no-bake chocolate bottom pumpkin tart. Creamy, dreamy, chocolate ghetto. Aww. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, let me go to a few more pages. Pumpkin delights. A lot of pumpkin. Dude, all the pumpkin. Uh, jelly worms. I don't know what those are. But yeah, it's cool. That's awesome. I'm excited to kind of dive into it. Uh, all right. I think that's going to be the end of the podcast then. I hope everyone listening had a great Christmas. Even though we, we talked to you after your Christmas was done the way that we recorded everything but uh and a great new year hope that all of your uh, resolutions come true work hard on them may all your resolutions come true (laughs) (laughs) your dreams too and your dreams i guess (laughs) shelly where can they find you at you can find me on twitter at the shellshock 24 and twitch at shellshock 24 yeah and joe you can find me on uh, Twitch and Mixer at Righteous Fury Media. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games and Right Fury Media. Awesome. And you can find me at Cody Armor um, on Twitter. Yeah. Keep gaming. Keep praying. God bless.